Hey, this is H1. We're going to be running it back with another episode talking about chess knowledge, chess wisdom, and chess understanding again. And today we're going to be talking about unlocking the secrets of sacrificial play in chess. Exciting, I know, because I know a lot of you out there want to play like Bobby Fischer, Mikel Tall, and all these great grandmasters, and we can just slap on Magnus Carlsen on the list. But you have to know these principles. If you cannot control your sacrifices, if you can, av- if you cannot avoid premature sacrifices, then you're gonna need some help. And good thing H1 is on your side to give you that help that you need. So just sit back, relax, eat some snacks, eat some Cheetos. I don't know. Should I be even be saying brands without them paying me? Who cares? I already said it. Let's get started. get started on this episode we have to define sacrifices and people sacrifice things all the time just like in the real world where people sacrifice time for money or some people sacrifice money for time that's just one example in the real life where we sacrifice something now in chess is different in chess you are sacrificing one of your pieces for another advantage. You are the king, you are the leader, you're sacrificing one of your henchmen in their prison, which is a very important task if you think about it because one of those guys that you're sacrificing, it, it better be a good a, a good reason why you gave away that piece because that piece is gonna be mad at you if you lose the game afterwards or you should be mad at yourself for losing the game for doing a stupid sacrifice. Now, let's talk about some of these secrets that I wanted to tell you uh, of these principles of sacrifices. The first thing I want to talk about is when you sacrifice, generally, um, you can sacrifice to create a mating net. You can sacrifice a minor piece or two to open up the opponent's king leading into a checkmate. Now, it might not directly lead into a checkmate, but there are probably some lines if they do an incorrect move that leads into a checkmate. So that's one type of sacrifice that you can do to put that ultimate pressure on your opponent to try to figure out those sequences on how to defend. And you know it's good if you see those mating patterns and you know that you're winning throughout that game and they have like two minutes on the clock it's like a guaranteed win unless they're a grandmaster or something it's like a guaranteed win and you could be happy afterwards do your happy dance go to the next game do another sacrifice that's one thing i want to talk about too this is like a bonus tip this was not on my outline but you have to sacrifice when the position presents itself you can't just willy-nilly just give away pieces because if you're doing that that's that's a bad leader that's like you being a manager at a fast food restaurant and then assuming that everybody's a bad worker so you fire everybody and then stay open still the rest of the week how are you gonna cook all those burgers how how are you gonna make all the fries like you can't do extreme um things like that without considering the consequences which the consequence is always losing the game all right next thing 
Generally speaking, most people sacrifice to gain an initiative. And remember, you're always sacrificing for something else. You don't just do a, a dumb sacrifice for no reason. It has to have a plan attached to it. And if you lost because of that plan, then you need to switch up that plan and never do that again because that's a mistake. And if you listen to my mistake episode, you will understand why that's important if you want to improve because I want all of you to get above a thousand rating. Now, gaining a initiative. You gain that pressure on your opponent that they might uh, eventually crack. Usually whoever has the initiative the longest, you're going to win because they're gonna crack under pressure, maybe not play the best moves. They're only gonna play the best moves if they're in the 2600 rating, but if you're like a 1000 rated player or 1200 player around that rating, or even 1600 or even 2000, regular 2000 rated player, your opponent could potentially mess up and lose. And that's the ultimate, That's the ultimate position that we're looking for. And if it takes you maybe a pawn sacrifice or a piece sacrifice to get you in that position where you're superior, then go for it. Fly with your wings. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just do whatever you got to do. Jump. I I, I don't know. Drink cranberry juice. Just get that initiative so that you can claim that victory that you always wanted. I can see it in your eyes, even though I'm talking to you with sound, I can see it in your eyes that you always wanted it. Uh, hopefully you're like looking in the mirror deeply within yourself, like looking looking into your soul. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm crazy on these podcast episodes. Anyway, let's move on. Sacrifice to avoid a worse position. Now this one is hard because most people assume <laughs> when you're a beginner, this is what happens. You assume that you don't have a better move, so you just sacrifice a piece because you think that this is gonna um, hopefully avoid a worse position. But you, most of you should avoid doing this until you get strong enough to to be like, oh, okay, all these other possibilities of doing a normal move, like putting my pieces on safe squares, is crap. I should probably sacrifice a piece, or I'm just gonna, um, or I'm just going to lose slowly, which you don't want to lose slowly you know what i mean it's like you're dang can i even say that i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it anyway it's it's kind of like you losing your blood slowly or it's kind of like i I don't know you can't swim and you're in the water and you're like flapping your arms um trying to prevent the inevitable we don't want to be in that situation where we can't control the position so why not why not sacrifice a piece Put yourself in a more active position and you're finally giving yourself a fighting chance to succeed. Now, another sacrifice is you're sacrificing for a positional um, advantage. So positional compensation. And this is sacrificing material for a long term positional advantage, such as like controlling key squares or just having better piece activity. Simple things like that. Controlling um, actually, let's just move on to the next tip, which is sacrificing to open up lines. When you sacrifice to open up lines, either to your opponent's um, king or either um, to like place your piece on an important square that can control your opponent's space in their position, 
that could be a deciding factor to who wins the game. Is it going to be you or is it going to be your opponent? Those are things that you have to think about. And so if something presents itself of you like sacrificing a pawn or a piece to open up a file or a diagonal and your opponent pieces are very passive and you can quickly like take advantage of this and convert this position into a winning position, like gain that advantage back from like the piece that you originally sacrificed, then that's good for both of you. I mean, (laughs) not good for the other opponent that's like suffering inside and everything, but that's good for you. You want good possibilities, you want good options, and the only way you're gonna get those good options is by considering all moves, all sacrifices, all forcing moves, which we already know what forcing moves are, checks, captures, and threats. That's why it's important to consider those captures, all captures, and consider all these captures by your opponent. Bonus tip, consider these captures by your opponents. You should never be surprised of a sacrifice your opponent can do, all right? That's how you get better at chess, doing this in a speedy fashion. Hopefully this was very helpful. Hopefully this helped you gain some insight on sacrifices, which that's why I attended like for this whole episode. And I can't show you examples because you're listening to me right now. So you're going to have to go to my YouTube channel and actually look at examples of sacrifices by grandmasters. But hopefully this like puts something in your conscience when you play your next chess game like hey h1 told me to look at captures so i'm gonna actually pay attention to the captures in this game and then you're like wow i didn't know i had this i didn't know i had this this is gonna win me this is gonna give me a better position i'm winning a lot more games i'm over 1000 how come i never knew this it's because you started listening to h1 and He's such a great guy. You know what I mean? You should just give him a thumbs up and a follow. (laughs) You know, love without sacrifice is like theft. And chess without sacrifices is boring. I would have never got into chess if I didn't see Mikhail Tall sacrifice all the pieces to get the king into a mating net and to checkmate them eventually in like the worst fashion possible because we have, um, I don't know, we have ChatGPT, we have, uh, we have Stockfish up here telling us that all the previous grandmasters were trash. So here's the thing, go out there, try it out, and it has to be a good sacrifice, send me your game on Instagram, and I'll be like, Hey, you did your thing in that game. And I'm going to say it like that. You did your thing. So, hey, keep on fighting till the end. Stay focused in chess and in your real life too. Peace. You better be doing something good and wholesome. Know what I mean? You know what I mean.